We're talking entrepreneurship and SMMEs, and I'm uh, today taking a look at uh, the SMME Sustainability Summit, which is taking place uh, here in Johannesburg next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's organized uh, by the SME Foundation. It says the summit is aimed at promoting the growth and development of SMMEs and helping them to contribute uh, to economic growth. It will also be a platform uh, to uh, unpack some of the constraints and impediments uh, to the development of uh, SMMEs. If you look, uh, just uh, under 99% of all of the companies registered in South Africa uh, can be classified as small to medium-sized enterprises. But if you look at, uh, I guess, their contribution and their value add to the economy, uh, that's where we get a sense, of course, that uh, uh, they potentially aren't punching as well as uh, they could be. And I'm joined now uh, in studio by the founder of the SMA Foundation, Siabonga Makadla. Uh, see ya? Afternoon to you, my brother. Let's see uh, which mic you're on there. Oh, evening, I should say. Not, not mm. afternoon. Yes, yes. How are you, man? Good evening. Uh, I'm very well. How are you? Uh, I'm well. good. I'm good. I'm yes. Let's maybe start off here. If you can just briefly explain to us uh, the SME Foundation. Uh, what is the SME Foundation and uh, what, what kind of work do you do? So the foundation is uh, aimed at promoting uh, awareness uh, around issues of SME development. Okay. Uh, to create a platform for SMMEs to come together, uh, build networks, build relations, uh, gain access to sources of uh, information as mm. well as financial resources that can help them expand uh, their businesses. So it promotes, it's a network of entrepreneurs uh, that have got a common purpose of ensuring growth and development. Mm, mm. And I mean, I'm quite interested in the point that you make because we get a lot of entrepreneurs who come to us and say, look, I've got this perfect idea, kind of better Mali. And yet in many instances, you know, it's not just about the money. It's about linking them in the ecosystem. It's about providing information about potential business opportunities because I guess I've always argued that uh, sometimes it's not just money we need. We also need business. Yes, no, that's true. Look, I mean, um, most people have identified uh, funding as one of the biggest impediments mm. and challenges that faced SMMEs. Uh, but I think that sometimes, based on experience, uh, issues of funding depend at the level of which the business is. For instance, I mean, if you want to start an internet cafe, you may not necessarily have a challenge of finances, for instance. Mm. You can fundraise from family, you can fundraise from friends. From savings. From savings, mm. yes. Now, if you want to go to a more capital-intensive sector like uh, property, for instance, mm. student mm. accommodation sure. is one example, that is capital-intensive. Then you can start speaking uh, about issues of uh, access to funding and challenges thereof. Manufacturing, for instance, at a large scale, mm. you would mm. start speaking about challenges that relate to funding. But I'm saying it depends on at what level is the business sure. at sure. for you to start raising issues of uh, funding. But I agree with you, funding alone is not the biggest challenge. Mm. That's why most people would tell you that your network is your net worth. Mm. Because the more you network with people, the more you get exposed to other resources that you may require for you to run a sustainable business. Mm. You're, raining, you, you're raising a very important point uh, uh, this year because, I mean, I'm quite interested in, in when we look, for instance, at one part of the ecosystem, which is our funding landscape mm. as a country. Mm. Uh, many people would say, you know, there are the banks, probably not the easiest or most convenient way to get money. Yes. But then you have this entire sort of gamut of development finance institutions, the yes. DFIs, yes. be it your NAF, be it your CEDA, be it your CIFA, be it your IDC. And often there's this perception that, uh, you know, these cover, of course, the entire value chain of yes. what would be needed right through, say, say if I need 10,000 yes. uh, to start up that uh, internet cafe you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 
it seems there are gaps in that ecosystem. So yes, the IDC, IDC might fund someone who wants to take over a warehouse and start manufacturing something. Mm-hmm. And similarly, the NAF might do that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just looking to start and continue maybe to scale my informal enterprise, uh, it might be a bit difficult for me to get that kind of funding. It, it is. You know, in fact, it's one of the reasons why we we then started the summit last year because mm. I've worked for one of those agencies in my previous life and I've had experiences of the frustrations that young people would have uh, in terms of accessing these institutions mm. because sometimes it's not you find that as much as the funding is there in these institutions, young people don't have access to the institutions. Sure. They don't know which one offers what type of support. You sometimes find that the institutions operate from an ivory tower, for a lack of a better word. They're not accessible. Mm. Now, that's one of the reasons we said we're going to convene the summit. We're going to bring together all these different entities to come and have an exchange of information with entrepreneurs in terms of the support that they provide. Mm. Where can young people go for what kind of support? And I'm happy to say that we've been able to secure uh, the presence of some of these institutions, your CIFA, your NYDA, mm. your Gauteng Enterprise Profella, uh, your National Empowerment Fund as well, where we have had struggles uh, it's with your institutions like the IDC, for instance. We've been having challenges there. But that's not the point of discussion today. Sure, sure. Uh, so, uh, and you've made mention of the different categories of funding that is afforded by these institutions, mm. for instance. You've got an initiative that has been run by the National Youth Development Agency, which as, a, as the SMME Foundation, we think that needs to be scaled up, the grant funding program, sure. where they offer grants to young entrepreneurs who want to start businesses mm. without the burden of having them to repay a loan uh, to a certain institution. And we think that program should be scaled up because it gives young people a footing in the business environment. Mm. It provides them with an opportunity to start without having to think about the burden of having to repay someone. Mm. Then at the level of expansion, that's where we believe that the CIFAs of this world, the CEDARs and others can then come in with their loan funding. But we need to scale up the issue of grants so that young people have got that access, the the foot in the door Mm. in terms of starting their own business. And and, and I like the point that you raised that as long as you get the foot in the door then we can go to the next challenge, which might be, of course, access to market. Yes. Um, and I'm quite interested in whether or not you're going to be inviting some of the corporations. Yes. Because a massive challenge, as now you're certainly a small business owner, and I speak as one as well, mm. is, is, is around saying, how, how do we access some of the value chains and supply chains of some of the bigger corporations mm. so that there isn't this over-reliance, and I guess, on government work and government projects and the like? Mm. How, how do we get that foot in the door so that we are able, one, to get business, mm. to fail forward, fail fast, and be able to learn and grow and scale our business? Look, I mean, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've had some good responses in terms of the institutions that we are currently inviting mm. uh, to the summit. Uh, because, you know, there's a, the, the issue of access to markets is very critical. Uh, in fact, there's a report that was done by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, mm. together with the World Bank. And one of the challenges that they identified in terms of SMMEs is exactly access to markets. Now, in terms of how we've designed the program for the summit, it's such that we've looked at institutions that are able to address some of the challenges that we've identified as facing SMMEs, mm. then these organizations must then come and address some of those challenges. For instance, Proudly SA. Proudly SA, amongst other things, it promotes uh, the buy local sure. uh, campaign, yep. but also it provides access to markets. Mm. Uh, the DTI, 
the DDI also provides access to markets. Incentives they, as well, yeah. Incentives, yeah. they mm. provide grants, they do exchange programs. Mm. They take young South Africans outside the country to go and expose the products and services that they offer. So we've invited those institutions deliberately mm. so that they come and address those challenges. There's two others that we've invited. There's one called ORIG. ORIC uh, plays in the space of enterprise development. Mm, mm. They've got a list of companies that they work with that sure. have got opportunities that small businesses can benefit from. So they will be at the summit, they will be speaking to SMMEs, they will be exposing some of the opportunities that they've had. Mm. The last one is Baloweld. Baloweld has also got an enterprise uh, yes. development program. Mm. We've also extended an invitation to Baloweld to say, come and share with young entrepreneurs what opportunities they can exploit uh, from the, a company like yourself. Okay. So yeah, let's pause there for a second and uh, take this brief break and also invite some of our listeners here to weigh in on our conversation. Give us a ring on 89 uh, if you, of course, have an interest uh, in attending the uh, uh, SME Foundation's SMME Sustainability Summit and uh, or if you have any questions uh, for Usia uh, or, or any suggestions on, I guess, who else to try and get into the room as uh, we try and network ourselves uh, into uh, a much better net worth as uh, see, I was saying I'd love to hear from you give me a ring and uh, let's take this brief break on the other side we continue 13 minutes it is after 8pm you tuned in to Metro FM Talk and uh, I'm in conversation as part of our SMME exchange which we bring to you every Tuesday where we talk about entrepreneurship and uh, SMMEs and what's needed uh, to ensure that uh, we expand the impact employment and even the revenues of a small and medium-sized enterprises uh, here in South Africa. Now, see ya. Um, okay, Vincent Zautik, how fuck is our headphones funding? Uh, we've got uh, some people here who'd like to uh, weigh in on our conversation. And uh, Harold, you are in uh, Johannesburg. Good evening to you. Yes, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, man. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I'll try and be uh, quick, quick. Please, quick, my brother, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, it, you know, I got the conversation when it was just in the Sure. Basically, I'm 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 a 30 year old. Uh, I've got a business which is in, in existing. It's been running for four years. Mm. Uh, it's actually an engineering company. Okay. Now my biggest challenge is that I, I've got enough clients, but um, the core business it, it's actually uh, precision uh, uh, machining. So it, it's machines that the company does not have or own. Mm. So now. Uh, that type of jobs, I, I would have to outsource it, which makes it a bit difficult for me to compete in, yes, in the market. Yes. And my prices will be a bit high, and those machines are quite expensive. So it it becomes a challenge uh, mm. for 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 young businessmen who who cannot afford to to buy those type of machines. Sure, sure, sure. Thank you so yes. much, Harold, for that. And uh, we'll share that with uh, Usia. And I certainly hope you'll attend the summit because uh, I do think you can uh, uh, get the opportunity to meet some people there uh, who will be able to uh, assist you or even give you some information about where to go uh, to try and find the support that you're asking for. Tapelo, you are also in Johannesburg. Good evening to you. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, well, Good thanks, time. my brother. How are you? Well, thanks. Two questions, and I think the latter question would probably... Me jumping the gun. Uh, when is the uh, where is the summit taking place, and how does one uh, take part? And secondly, my question to Sia would then be: What strategies or mechanisms do they have in place to ensure that this translates not just for the uh, talk show, because there's mm. a lot of these things, uh, mm. summits and conferences taking place, but nothing really happens post 
those summits. Sure, you know? sure. Do they have, you know, if one attends for the two days, are there strategies and mechanisms in place to say, listen, uh, the speakers that were there, this is how we'll be able to engage with them post that. Awesome, awesome. Tapelo, thank, thank you. you so much for that call. Brief to the point, and I guess uh, uh, very well targeted. And see, uh, Tapelo. Uh, I guess Tapelo is raising a very important thing. Well, what is it about what you've done with the summit that is going to ensure that we're not just sitting down there talking and uh, you know having all of these death by PowerPoint, all these nice PowerPoint presentations, but we're actually going to use it as a catalyst for people and uh, as a potential sort of value add and a reference for, for many of the business owners that are going to be there? Okay. Um, you know, wh- one of the people that work with is the Saika Enterprise. Saika uh, Enterprise Development, uh, where they provide uh, mentorship for a period of a year. Now, one of the challenges that often face SMMEs is issues of managing and understanding uh, cash flow management as well as budget. Mm. Uh, so one of the things that Saika uh, Enterprise does is to take a young entrepreneur through that process of ensuring them that they understand how their business works, how they manage their finances, how they do issues of cash flow as well as budgeting. So from the summit last year, we had a number of young people who were absorbed into the Saika Enterprise Development Program. Hmm. Now that's a practical benefit that entrepreneurs were able to to, 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 to derive from attending the summit. Now there's a story of a young woman uh, who lives in the Eastern Cape uh, that I always like to make mm. whenever I speak to people because she's into a sector uh, that is not very common in terms of uh, people going into. Uh, she owns a plantation in the Eastern Cape where she grows uh, forestry pl- uh, trees. Mm. Now the intention is to provo- uh, to do agro-processing mm. and uh, turn those into furniture, sure. uh, whether so for schools, space, yeah. yes, mm. as well as paper, okay. uh, because that's one of the things that you can use uh, a timber for. Now, one she attended the summit last year, and one of her challenges was access to funding as well. And I can safely say that uh, a few months after attending the summit, because we all we keep in touch with the entrepreneurs uh, that we interact with, uh, she sent me a letter from the DTI where she was awarded a grant. Uh, to buy equipment as well as some of the things that she needs for her business to Mm, flourish. mm. Now, those are some tangible benefits that you see people deriving from attending the summit. Now, when a young entrepreneur comes to you and say, I've got this business, but I'm struggling with this, and you link them up with some of these institutions, and a few months down the line, they've got the decency to come back to you and say, I've been able to receive Mm, this type of support. mm. It encourages you as a person as well. So I think the institutions that we invite there are able to, depending on the needs of the entrepreneur, to assist them uh, in terms of... Yeah. The, uh, 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 and, and I think, see, Glenn, mm. some of us really tend to underplay uh, the mm. importance, mm. one, of knowing about this thing. You don't know what you don't know, yes. right? That, that's yes. the first thing. I think yes. the second one is then also an understanding where the different DFIs and the different government departments and even where different private sector forms of support are sitting. Yes. Because, uh, you know, to go back to Harold's question, I mean, Harold is in a sector which one would think requires a massive capital outlays in terms of uh, delivering on the projects in the engineering space. And uh, because he doesn't have some of that equipment, uh, he's uh, probably not finding himself as competitive as maybe others would be. Mm-hmm. Now, I would think that there are many people in the DFI space, mm. uh, be it, uh, I guess, the IDC or even the um, uh, NEF or even mm. CIFA, mm. who would mm. assist him with that kind of 
uh, equipment support or even working capital support that he requires mm. in order for him to fulfill some of the projects. It's quite clear that he already has clients, yes. which is good enough. Yes. But I think the biggest issue now is then, where are you knocking on the right doors? And I think a platform like this would, uh, would certainly allow him uh, to do that. So let's maybe get into, I guess, any words you would have for Harold and then maybe to answer Tapalo's first question, which is, and how do people get involved? Okay. Um, so I think you've already uh, spoken to the uh, issue that was raised by the first caller, which is uh, access to capital mm. to buy the equipment that he needs. Uh, I think if you can come to, s- to the summit, they'll be able to gain insight- insightful information as well mm. uh, in terms of some of the entities that can provide this information. Because, you know, I've indicated earlier that I used to work for one of the agencies of government that provides funding for small sure. businesses. And my experience has always been that sometimes you find that entrepreneurs complain about these institutions without even having engaged them and to get... Uh, because you'd find that you ask them who have you approached to get support for this and they have not approached anyone mm. they don't even know which institutions exist to provide such sure. support so that's why it's important I, I i and i agree there's too many seminars and summits mm. taking place in south africa every day but how you structure your summit or your seminar is important uh, for those outputs that uh, uh, i think tapel was talking about mm. now in terms of when the summit is taking place it's on the 30th to the 31st of july so it's Tuesday and Wednesday next week. It's a week from now. And uh, we've got some of uh, the institutions that we are working with, for instance, uh, uh, that also buy into small to medium enterprises. There are investment firms mm. uh, that we're working with, like NMT Capital. Uh, there are angel investors as well. That will be at the summit. I mean, one of the speakers, for instance, will be Mr. Kandani Msibi, who's the group CEO of Numsa Investment Companies. Mm. Uh, so they've got, uh, 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 they also buy a uh, stake in medium to small enterprises. Sure. So these well, are some the of the guys who invested in uh, TJ Spoo's more fire. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. So these are some of the opportunities practically mm. uh, that young entrepreneurs can derive from attending the summit. Uh, those who want to participate, they can send an email to rsvp at smmesummit.co.za. Mm. Yes, okay. Yes. And uh, it's happening in? It's at the Jobek Theatre. At the Jobek Theatre. Yes, That's in uh, Bramfontein. In, in Bramfontein. And yes. um, we'll have to leave it there. I certainly hope we are willing we to say these are the things that have emerged and uh, this is how it then informs the next plan of action. No, thank you very much. Thank you.